0: Welcome to today's People's Bank, Let's Talk Knoxville. I'm Clayton Sampson. On today's program, we are joined by Knoxville Hospital and Clinic CEO, Kevin Kincaid, to talk about the opening of the Don and Margaret Lawn Infusion Center and the Weiler Specialty Clinics. Kevin, you wanna just start with talking a little bit about you know the process to be able to get to this point where these clinics are now opening and now the, the community of Knoxville and surrounding areas are gonna be able to utilize what, what they offer.
1: Yeah, so this is definitely an exciting phase in our history. Um, as we continue to provide the best services that we can, um, make sure that people aren't driving to Des Moines any more than necessary, making sure that we have the specialists and the services that um, you know best uh, carry out our mission to serve the people in the greater Knoxville area. So with this uh, project, uh, there are some phases to it, but we were able to um, uh, do well financially as an organization so it put us in a great position to be able to do a fairly significant expansion project here at the knoxville hospital and what really helped us out to be able to do all that we wanted to do and make it very very nice we received a tremendous amount of uh, uh, support through our philanthropic activities and so obviously the two buildings that we're going to talk about most is the weiler foundation specialty clinics and the don and margaret long infusion center so i'll start off with the uh, infusion center so in 2019 was the first time that we had really ever done chemo here at the knoxville hospital we had always done infusions but chemo was something relatively new for us and so ever since that and kind of my career of, adding new services, and, and some go really well, and some aren't utilized as much as you would hope for, but uh, I keep hearing again and again from the people that we serve how amazing it is to have local infusion services specifically for chemotherapy and prevent those drives down the highway to Des Moines or Iowa City, because if you're getting chemo, you're not doing the driving. So that means a family member, a loved one, has to take time off work, disrupt their day, and it's already a giant stress with that diagnosis on the family and the individual. And being able to do that locally with really high-quality services has um, been a really big deal. So kind of the icing on the cake with that was chatting with uh, Don and Margaret Long and their family um, about supporting us putting up a brand-new infusion center. We just basically started the service. Uh, so so they, they put up nearly $1.5 million to get that kicked off. So we were able to have a great groundbreaking ceremony with them and the folks that are going to work in the area, uh, many of the patients that have been served. So we really have like a 12-chair um, infusion center that is state-of-the-art. There's, I've never seen anything. I've seen bigger infusion centers, but I don't think I've seen one as nice as what we have has everything that we wanted in it. Um, The other thing that we did was everybody that was on the design team, I had asked them if anybody um, on that team had ever had cancer and the answer was no. And so I was like, well, I'm not so sure we're the best to be designing an infusion center. So we put together a patient advisory council. So these were family members, uh, people that have been treated for uh, cancer and uh, people that were currently or had been treated uh, for cancer here at the medical center. So they had a lot of input with our architects on the design. And so essentially we have a service or a service line that's been developed by the people who utilize that service. So there were things we did that, I would have never thought to do. So really glad we did that. State of the art and it's awesome. So uh, brand new space. And then as you kind of come around the corner, um, which you would see the large building, the largest part of our project expansion wise, um, that um, you know, heads out into the Eastern uh, side of our parking lot. So that's the Weiler Foundation Specialty Clinic. So we have, um, around 26 visiting specialists that come down. And what's uh, really unique about that is when this building was built in 1980, um, you didn't really have visiting specialists. You had to drive if you needed a specialist. Now, visiting specialists is like one of our biggest books of business. I mean, uh, it's a big part of what we do. And it keeps people's care local, which matters. And these are specialists. Uh, most of them are out of the Metro. Some come from other areas, but most are out of the Des Moines metro area. And these are just the, the top docks for their particular specialties. And what's nice is um, when you have space that's built and dedicated to them, it makes them uh, their work easier to do It makes them more inclined to come here because many of these folks, without having kind of a calling to do outreach, as it relates to the economics, they could just sit in Des Moines and probably make more money than driving down the road to smaller communities. So we're really blessed to have them in the first place, but then to be able to build a building uh, that's dedicated to the kind of services that they provide and again, state-of-the-art, beautiful, everything is just set up just how we wanted it. Because of the huge support that we received from the Weiler Foundation, um, they made a $5 million commitment, which is a historic number in this community, uh, really allowed us to do this building first class. And um, that is a very attractive thing for, uh, to have these visiting specialists come down.
0: For you as a hospital CEO, you know, what does it mean for the community of Knoxville, uh, like Weiler and Don and Margaret Lawn, but also, you know, fundraisers like <clears throat> Panthers vs. Cancer to come on and sign you guys and show that, you know, we want to financially support the hospital so that you have the best care right here in a community the size of Knoxville and that people don't
1: have to go to the metro to be able to get the quality of
0: care that they can get right
1: here. Yeah, so that's a, that's a really good question. So there's kind of two things to it. That kind of support in the economic environment where healthcare finds itself, where um, inflationary pressures, trying to keep up with technology. Because if you hold this view that we're not gonna provide the service unless we can do it as well as anyone else. And so that means you gotta have top-notch staff, you gotta have top-notch equipment, top-notch facilities in an environment that frankly doesn't pay very well. The economics are not that great for healthcare. So philanthropic support um, allows us to do these things. That's just cut and dry how it is. So Weiler Foundation, a foundation stepping up, the uh, coaches versus cancer support, the Donna Margaret Longs of the world, that is why I can do this. And then um, on the personal side for me is it's it's amazing when somebody puts that kind of trust in us they can do a lot with their resources I mean uh, these these are funds that were uh, just think of what the people did and the time and hours that they put into coaches versus cancer or Don and Margaret Long's career or making paving equipment a lot of hard work went into that and for them to pick us to be one of their targets of how they wanted to uh, improve our community um, makes me obviously feel well. Um, It's uh, a little bit of pressure, like I don't want to screw it up. Um, and I just uh, feel uh, very blessed that people would believe in us like that to be able to put those kind of funds towards us. So it allows us to make it happen. Um, We take that responsibility crazy serious because we want to make sure every penny of that goes in the best way that we can serve our patients.
0: And uh, before we close, I was going to ask you too about kind of next steps for the hospital. Another bid project coming up a little bit with your uh, emergency room. Can you talk about that and kind of the progress of that?
1: Yeah, so the emergency room is a big, complicated project. We're going to completely redo the emergency room. We need to double its size and modernize it. So I can't double it because I'm landlocked where the ER is at. So I had to move the laboratory. So the laboratory is moving here in about a week. So in about a week's time, the laboratory will be moved into a new location. So what we're gonna do with the emergency room, first and foremost, is now this is the project where we're remodeling the house that we're living in. So there's gonna be a lot of public information about how to get into the emergency room the entrances will change but at the end of the day we'll have a brand new state-of-the-art beautiful emergency room. The big things that we're going to get is more um, uh, the staff and provider work areas were woefully un- under undersized. We're half the size of what we should be. And so we're going to take care of that, make it a great place to work. Um, then kind of what's even more important to that is serving patients. So we're going to have more private treatment rooms so we can really focus on a person's privacy when they come into our emergency room, have more private treatment spaces. And then within those private treatment spaces, we're going to have two that are specifically designed to help us with mental health patients. We have mental health patients on a regular basis, and some of these folks are suffering um, a great deal. And so we need to create an environment that keeps uh, them safe and our staff safe. So there's modern designs now for mental health rooms that we're gonna have. So that's uh, basically a uh, brand new top to bottom emergency room but it'll be done over phases, but that's, uh, that's gonna be a, um, a really great addition to the medical center. It'll probably be done about a year from now.
0: Kevin, before we wrap up, any final thoughts about um, just all the exciting things going on about Knoxville Hospital and clinics and, and the new openings of the centers that you have?
1: Yeah, it's a bit unusual to be able to do this in today's climate. Like I said, I cannot do it without the philanthropic support. Just none of this would have happened. The other thing is, is that, you know, when I talk to new employees every time and when we have employee forums, we are not a county facility. We provide or we are provided no tax support. We're a private organization. So every single penny that we get is because somebody chose to come here. They could go all sorts of places. There are a lot of really good places in our area to go for healthcare. But when people pick us and they pick us on a consistent basis and more people pick us, um, it allows us to be able to do these things and even better serve our community. So over the top appreciative of everyone that comes here.
0: Thanks to Knoxville Hospital and Clinic CEO Kevin Kincaid for joining us on today's People's Bank Let's Talk Knoxville. People's Bank in Knoxville, Pleasantville, Carlisle, Indianola, and more. Service you expect from people you trust, member of If you miss any of our Let's Talk programs, find them under the podcast section at KNIA, KRLS.com, and subscribe through Apple, Google, or Spotify to never miss an episode. That concludes today's Let's Talk Knoxville.